Hello and welcome back to the Full Out Podcast. It's Sam, your host, and I'm so pumped you are here. Holy moly, it's the first week of August. We are flying through this year. How freaking incredible. I can't believe it. I legit can't believe it. Okay, I want to dive in to today's podcast episode, and I know I might ruffle some feathers right away because I'm going to start with a really unpopular opinion. Are you ready for this? Unpopular opinion. Beyonce's music is not everything. I have a confession. I have a confession that might rock the boat. I actually don't love all of Beyonce's music. In fact, a lot of it I don't like. Yes, there are some hits that I'm obsessed with. However, overall, just from a music standpoint, I am not a Queen Bee fan. However, what I am a massive fan of is her essence, her vibe, who she is in the world. And I feel like we can learn a lot from her. So I am obsessed with the woman that she has become. She literally like grew up in the public eye from Destiny's Child, moving into like her fierceness. I love her queen energy. I love her commitment to showing up as the biggest, boldest version of her, regardless of what other people think. I love that she's committed to her personal growth. So Yes, I do actually know that for a fact she does the deep inner work. She does the shadow work. She does the personal development because she's gone through the same emotional intelligence programming that I have gone through, that I've been a coach for. And it's the real deal, you guys. It is the real deal. It's not just some fluffy affirmations. Like it is the deep, dark shadow work, really, truly shifting perceptions, mindsets, the way you view the world, how you take ownership over your life, and literally, the album that she put out after she did that program, after all of the craziness with her and Jay-Z, it speaks like volumes, volumes. I love that she has it all and that she's learned how to not let her inner critic, her inner mean girl, her ego hold her back. Like she literally has her alter ego, Sasha Fierce, to help her embody her queen energy when she steps on stage. The woman is brilliant. She's humble. And also she knows her fucking power. And while I might not love every hit that comes out, I respect the fuck out of her and what she does for women everywhere. And here's the thing. I believe that we all have an inner Beyonce. I believe that we all have an inner, inner Sasha Fierce that is ready to come out, that is literally waiting to be activated. That's waiting for us as women to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to flip this table upside down. I'm ready to flip the script and I am ready to be the queen of my life. I'm ready to be the queen bee. And, you know, here's the thing. She has overcome insane trials and tribulations, right? I'm sure there's tons of stuff that we don't even see behind the scenes, but she still continues to show up. So my question is, what would be possible for you if you could unlock your inner Beyonce, your inner queen? your inner knowingness that you're a mother effing powerhouse. And, you know, I remember being in my 20s. I remember feeling like I've got this, you know, giant Beyonce inside of me. I don't think I identified with that. But I knew that I had something inside of me. I knew that there was more for me. I knew that I was meant to do big things. I knew that I was meant to have a big impact, but I had no idea how to actually make it happen. And to be honest with you, I was super self-conscious. I mean, there were years growing up in elementary school that I did not wear tank tops because I was embarrassed of my birthmark on my left arm. 
literally that left arm birthmark has been photoshopped out of photo shoots that I was on. I've been made fun of for it. I, I've had so many things, but as a kid, I didn't like to wear tank tops. And y'all, I grew up in the East Coast where it was like 80 degrees, 90 degrees in elementary schools and middle schools that did not have air conditioning. And yet I still wanted to wear long sleeves because I was so self-conscious. So I chose to be sweaty and miserable because I was embarrassed of a marking on my body that was totally natural. I remember then being in high school and not wearing shorts. I didn't wear shorts for, I don't know, from the time I was 12 to maybe 22. Um, I just didn't like the way my legs looked. And I don't even know if I didn't like my legs or if that was something I picked up in society, like somewhere along the way, I thought it would be cool or the right thing to do to like not like my legs. So I legit did not wear shorts. Um, for years and years and years and years actually took an audition for me to go, oh shit, this choreographer likes girls to wear shorts and like crop tops. So I had to wear shorts um, <laughs> for that audition. I got hired, which was really awesome. And that's actually what broke me out of the not wearing shorts. Um, you know, I, I just remember being so self-conscious about so many things. I have really thin pale Irish skin. I mean, right now I'm a little tan because I live in SoCal now, but I turn red really easily. So anytime someone calls my name, anytime I speak, anytime I start to dance or work out, I turn red. I turn splotchy. I literally have the biggest tomato face. I will turn purple and I was embarrassed about it. Like literally someone could call on me in school or call my name across the way and I would turn red. Even if I wanted to talk to the person, even if it was a good thing, I turn red. Um, you know, other things I was self-conscious about, I mean, my body, my, my, you know, gap in my front two teeth, I did get braces for that, but you know, there were so many things, the way that my lip curls under on one side, the way one eyebrow raises higher or lower than the other. And here's the crazy thing. I know that these are things that if you follow me on social media, you've probably never seen. It doesn't even phase you. And that's the thing. We as women are our own worst critic. I can pick out a million things that are wrong with a picture and then a friend will see it online and be like, that's the most stunning picture of you. And so I know if this is happening to me, it's probably happening to you too. So let me rewind. Going back to how self-conscious I was, I remember feeling like I had to be perfect when I showed up online. Like there was a point in time early in my, my, social, media, <laughs> my social media career um, when I didn't want to show up unless I had the perfect outfit on or the perfect lighting or makeup on to cover my red face or mascara on to make my eyes look more open or my hair done or whatever. I just felt like I had this pressure to show up as a quote unquote an expert or show up like I had it all together. I remember being terrified of talking in front of people in real life, not just on social media. Um, actually, I became more confident talking on social media earlier than I became confident talking in groups. You know, in, in groups, I, I literally felt uncomfortable at industry events. I felt completely um, shut down, terrified, anxious at my ex's, you know, friend's house when we were hanging out, just, you know, having dinner. Like I remember not feeling like I could speak. I was so afraid I was going to be judged. And I remember being like, oh, well, I'm so much younger than all of them. Like I don't have anything worthy to add to this conversation or I'm not in their musical theater world. So I don't even know what they're talking about. I can't possibly add any value. And I remember just gosh, feeling like I just would sit there silently and listen. And I played it off like, oh yeah, I just like listening. 
Samantha means listener. Um, but really, it was this anxiety in front of me, like, oh my gosh, I'm sweating. Oh my gosh, I got to say something. Did what I just say? Did that? Did that resonate? Was that okay? Did someone laugh at me? Did they pity laugh at me? I mean, all of the insane chatter in my head. Can you relate to any of this? Thank you for being honest. <laughs> And, you know, I really feel like this is the epitome of it. I was even afraid, not even afraid, I don't think afraid is the right word, but I would get anxiety picking up the phone to place a delivery order for pizza. Like I literally would try to have whoever I was dating at the time, I'd be like, oh, you can call for the delivery. You can call place the pizza order. You can call get the Chinese order. I didn't even like talking on the phone. Like, hello, thank God for Postmates and and all the delivery apps because that completely changed my life and made it so much easier for me to be super introverted and not use the phone. Um, and I just remember feeling so small, feeling so small. But I knew deep down that I had big dreams. I knew that I wanted to impact people. I didn't even know at that time that I wanted to build a business. Eventually I was like, oh, I think I want to build a business. I want to be able to make my own money. I don't want to rely on auditions or rely on fitness classes. I wanted to make a difference in people's lives to really have an impact. But there I was freaking paralyzed ordering a small pizza with pineapple on top. Like I couldn't even do that, but I knew that I wanted to have impact. So long story long, things shifted in my life. I got so uncomfortable with the relationship I was in I got so sick and tired of being in debt. I got so done and fed up with not living up to my potential. I was so over feeling stuck with where I was that I knew the only way things were going to change was if I did something different. So I took ownership. I did the inner work. I got support. And I learned how to quiet my inner critic. I learned how to handle her that voice that said I wasn't good enough or smart enough or able to speak without turning red and blotchy with sweat dripping down my armpits and, you know, all the things or feeling like I had to cover up, you know, my legs or my birthmark or whatever it was. And I learned how to unleash my inner rock star. I learned how to become my version of Beyonce in the personal development, health and wellness space. I really feel like this transformation has happened over like the last seven to eight years, but it's really been in the last five years that I have felt myself blossom into this Sasha Fierce Beyonce, where here's the thing, Beyonce knows that not everyone is going to like what she puts out, but she does it regardless. And I feel like that is something I'm able to access. What would be possible for you if you were able to talk about your business online, post yourself in the damn bikini, even if you don't feel like you have a quote unquote bikini body, what if you could speak powerfully in a group of people and not overthink what you just said? What if you could actually enjoy your life? What if you didn't feel like you had to hold back? What if you were done holding back and like Beyonce, you put it out there and you didn't care. You didn't let it affect you if people judged you or if they didn't buy your music, or if they didn't listen to you on Spotify. Can we take that from Beyonce? Can we be so clear on who we are, what we're here to do, how to support yourself, and how to create impact that you go after your damn dreams? And, you know, I'm, I'm really excited because I'm actually, I'm going to host a girl's night. Here's the thing. I am obsessed with my Instagram community. I just started over on TikTok, Samantha Jo Harvey. TikTok, look, I'm an elder millennial. I'm trying to figure it out. I feel like I get to reach a new audience there. <laughs> I got my OGs on Facebook, but 
I love the social media world, but what I'm missing is seeing everyone's faces. Um, so this Thursday, this Thursday is what, August 4th, I am hosting a girls hangout on Zoom where we get to see each other face to face. It's BYO, whatever you want, bring your own tea, wine, beer, pajamas optional, makeup optional. And we're gonna riff on the topic of how to unleash your inner Beyonce and silence your inner mean girl. And tonight in this podcast, I'm just gonna share with you like the things that I like to take from Beyonce in that in that uh, girl hangout, we're going to go into some actual, like how to tangibly do this, how to do some mindset and embodiment energetic work. But I'm really excited because I feel like there is so much to learn from one another. There is so much to learn in community and something really special happens when we're in community. Now, look, I know Beyonce went from Destiny's Child and went out on her own. However, she is still surrounded by community. And when we as women gather in community, our manifestations, our goals, our dreams actually hold more power because there's more energy behind it. So the more energy we put into our manifestations, our dreams, our goals, our vision for our life, the more likely it is to come true. And what I also know to be true about groups is creating the accountability. When you are in group, when you tell someone, hey, I I have this goal, this dream, I know it's crazy and I'm scared, but I'm going to do it. That accountability of actually following through with your word it tends to at least put me into massive action. So I'm just going to throw that out there. If you want to register for our free event, sorry guys, if you are listening, this is only for ladies. Um, definitely click the link in the show notes to register, or you can register from my Instagram. But right now for this podcast, the things that I want you to take away from Beyonce, from her essence, from the things that really I think she is a queen at is really looking at number one, being committed to her personal growth going through the ups and downs, going through the marriage issues, going through when things fail, going through when people leave, going through when people judge, going through all of that and still choosing to show up anyway. Her commitment to her personal growth is, I believe, part of the reason that she is so successful and she has maintained success at a very high level for a very long time. So number one, personal growth, commitment to personal growth. It's incredible. Even at her level, even when some people would be like, oh, she's already made it. Why does she need to do the work? She does the work because there is no final destination. There is no personal enlightenment. It's personal development. It's always an ongoing journey. So I love that. That's number one. Number two, she gets support. Beyonce does not do it all by herself. And this comes from my mentor, Jenna Phillips Ballard. She taught me this. Beyonce doesn't do it all. She doesn't write the music, produce it, do the marketing for it, clean her house, take care of her kids, uh, do her own laundry, cook her own meals, do her own, you know, law contracts, all of that stuff, her accounting. No, she hires people. She hires people to support her. If she was stuck trying to clean every toilet in her house and take care of her kids, she probably wouldn't have time to be her fullest Beyonce. And yet she balances it all. How does she balance it all? She gets support. I don't know this because I am not in her inner circle, but I would guess that she's got a lawyer and she's got a PR agency, and she's got a manager, and she's got a producer, and she's got a therapist, and a coach, and all of the support she could possibly have. I bet you she has childcare support. I bet you she has someone cleaning her toilets and doing her delivery for her food. So I'm not saying in order to be successful that you have to go hire a million people, but where is one place in your life right now that you get to get support? Do you get to get that cleaner to clean your house once a month? 
Do you get to ask your partner for support in doing the dishes? Do you get to ask your partner for support in taking care of your kids? Do you get to hire a babysitter, a mother's helper? Maybe you don't feel comfortable leaving your kids at home. That's fine. What if you hired someone to be there while you go into the other room and do the work you need to do on your business? Can you do a childcare swap where you find another mom, another entrepreneur in your community that will swap days and one Wednesday you'll take all the kids and then on Thursday she'll take all the kids so you each have a little bit of alone time. Where can you get support right now? That's number two, it's getting support. Number three, she overcomes tough times and she keeps showing up. Where are you letting the tough stuff hold you back right now? Where are you letting it drag you down and keep you stuck and keep you running in circles like a chicken with your head cut off? What can you finally let go of so that you can step up and step out and move the needle forward in your life? And that might be a health thing. That might be a business thing. That might be a finance thing. That might be a relationship thing. What can you let go of so that you can powerfully move forward? If Beyonce was still stuck in what happened in Destiny's Child or still stuck in what happened in her marriage 10 years ago, I don't think that she would be as successful as she is. So why are you allowing that to happen to you? I know that's kind of some tough love, but I'm just going to go with it. The next thing is, when are you going to release your inner critic and really bring alive your alter ego, that version of you inside of you that is ready to rock and roll? And here's what's so cool. I talk to my clients about this and sometimes I I call it like the 2.0 version. So if I was talking to you and I was like, okay, Sarah, like what is the Sarah 2.0? What is that version of you? What does she do? How does she show up? Some people are like, oh my gosh, you mean Victoria? Like they have this name inside of them that they already know is their alter ego. It's like the sexy, sassy, bold, confident, courageous version of them. So do you have your alter ego? Do you have that version of you that you can turn on? And some of my clients, they, they turn on by putting on a piece of jewelry. I had a client years ago that was like, oh, when I put on this crystal necklace, then I feel like my alter ego self. Do you have like a piece of clothing or jewelry or the way that you wear your hair or a piece of, uh, piece of lipstick, a color of lipstick that you put on that allows you to activate that? Or maybe you have a name and you're like, okay, I'm turning into Victoria now. I am Victoria and your name is Samantha just like Beyonce has her Sasha Fierce. Like what is that version of you that gets to come alive and how can you start to activate her and start living as her more often than the current version of you that might not feel courageous, that might not feel committed, that might feel stuck in her mistakes and stuck in her smallness. And really, this is about you committing to yourself, you committing to your vision, you committing to your goals, you committing to your dreams, and then doing all of these things to then support you in moving forward. There's nothing wrong with who you are right now. There's nothing wrong with your life right now. You don't need to be fixed. And if the end of your days was tomorrow, would you be proud of the way you spent your life? Sorry to get morbid here, but let's be really, really raw. If tomorrow was your last day, would you go to bed tonight being like, I did everything I said I was going to do. You know what? I'm ready. I'm at peace. Let's, let's do it. Or would you go, oh my gosh, I wish I had another month. Oh my gosh, I wish I had another six months. Oh my gosh, I wish I had another year. I wish I had another five years. I wish I had another 10 years. Because there's stuff that you have not done yet that you know your heart, your soul, your higher power is calling you to do. This is it. Now's the time, babe. 
Now is the time. You are worthy, just like Beyonce is worthy. You get to have everything you desire. And I'm not saying that in order to be successful, you got to have what Beyonce has. I'm not saying that at all. What I am saying is that you get to define your own version of success, and then you get to go after it. It doesn't mean a certain amount of money in the bank. It doesn't mean having a certain job or quitting your job or, you know, I, I hear a lot right now in the network marketing space of women feeling pressure that they have to want to leave their jobs to build a big network marketing business. And I just want to call this out right away. You can want to build a huge network marketing business and love the fuck out of your job. I will probably never quit doing my other things. And I also want to build the shit out of my network marketing business. There is no one way. So have you defined your version of success and are you actually working towards it? Whether that is you staying home to raise your kids, whether that is you traveling the world, whether that is you starting an online business, whether that is you getting all the promotions in your nine to five job, whether that is you breeding puppies and being a dog lady for the rest of your life, like whatever it is, are you doing the damn thing? And right now, I got to tell you, I have been moving through so many things in the last year, a lot of energy, and I finally feel like my fire is back. So this fire is probably going to be spitting at you through, through the headphones right now. And this is also what I'm really good at. It's giving you some spice, cheerleading you all the way, loving you all the way, and also giving it to you real. You don't want someone who's going to lie to you and just fluff you up all the time. I mean, that's nice, but we get to be real. We get to be real and we've got five months left of this year and I know that you are capable, you are more than capable of creating shifts in your life. Start somewhere. Maybe it's your health, maybe it's your relationship, maybe it's your friendships, maybe it's your spirituality, maybe it's somewhere in between, maybe it's your business, your finances, any of those things. Choose one area and commit right now to start shifting take action, make a change, become your inner Beyonce. And if you want more tools on how to really unleash her and let go and silence the crap out of your inner mean girl, your inner critic, join me on Thursday, August 4th, register in the show notes for our girl time hangout. And if you are catching this after the podcast has been recorded and after Thursday, then check us out on Facebook. Join the full out Facebook team Facebook team? Nope. Facebook community. There we go. Wrong words. Join the full out Facebook community where I go live every single Monday at four o'clock Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. I do live coaching. I do a hot seat coaching. I do, you know, topics that are really present for me. If you have a specific topic that you want um, coaching on or trainings on, feel free to DM me on Instagram at Samantha Joe Harvey or drop it into the full out Facebook page. And I would be happy to create something just for you. My friends, if this podcast rattled something in you, if it gave you some fire and you're ready to go make a change, make sure that you share it with someone you love so that we can get the word out and we can activate all of the women in our lives so that we can really shift the energy, the vibration of the planet. And let's fuck it go. Have the best day, guys. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.